You are listening to a message that was given at Living Word Chapel, Oracle, Arizona. It is our hope and prayer that God will use this message to speak to you and enrich your life. For more information, visit lwcoracle.org. just been enjoying the Daniel plan. I know I have. It's been a great time. Um, today we're going to be talking about the God factor and how do we get God's power working in our lives. How do we do that? Uh, we're going to look at the awesome power of faith and how important it is that we understand that without faith it is impossible for us to please God. How many of you know that? The Bible says without faith it's impossible for us to please God. With faith, it says God can. Without faith, it says God can't. Right? And I was thinking about this. You know, Jesus spent three years on his earthly ministry here. And when he was ministering, he healed people. He fed multitudes. He casted out demons. He did what, what no man could do. But there were there was a place where Jesus could not perform a lot of miracles, and that place was his hometown. And the reason that he couldn't do the miracles that he did everywhere else, tell, it tells us that in the Bible. It says in the Bible, Jesus did not do many miracles of power in his hometown because of their lack of, say it with me, faith. So the Bible shows us that it's not that Jesus couldn't do miracles, because he was doing them everywhere. But he could not do miracles in his hometown because they chose not to believe. And so faith is very instrumental in how we live our lives as a Christian. You know, the, the Bible talks about Abraham. Abraham is the father of faith. And, and it says this about him. It says, Abraham's faith did not leave him and he did not doubt God's promise. Instead, his faith filled him with power. As we've been going through the Daniel plan, we are being urged by the Holy Spirit to trust and to have faith that the Lord can change us and that we can get better with our fitness, that we can get better with our food, that we can get better with our uh, friends, and we, we do things together better, and that we can get better focusing because that's all God's design. And then today we're looking at we cannot get better if we don't have faith. So it's just imperative for us to, to grab a hold of that fact. How many of you know that our own power is limited? But God's power is unlimited. Our own power gets weak. But God's power stays strong. Our own power runs out of energy. But God's power it has, is an endless resource of energy so that we can get through whatever we're going through through in our, in our lives. Amen? And so I, I really want for us to focus on faith, and there's four things that I want us to hone in on, or the Daniel plan is going to give us four things that are very, very important. So I want to pray, and I want for the Lord to direct us and guide us as I speak these words to you. Father, thank you for a second service. And Lord, my prayer this morning is that um, you've given me a message for your people. And so I ask that uh, that I won't get in the way, Lord, that I will uh, just be open 
to your guidance. I prepared this message, Lord, by your leading. But I know, Father, that if, if it's from you, which we believe it is, it's from your word, we know that it's impactful and that it's here to change our lives for the good. And even more than that, to change our lives for the glory of Christ. And so we ask that you, you be with me and, and be with us, Lord God, as you, you speak through me, Father. Let every word fall on ears that are alive and well and that are listening. Let hearts be receptive and let it cultivate faith. Let it cultivate power that will lead everyone in here to be more like Christ. And that's our prayer and we pray this in his name. And everyone said, Amen. So four ways that we can grow in our faith. Okay, number one, faith is choosing to believe God's dream for my life. Everything, or even better yet, every great thing that we will ever do in our lives will start with a dream. In fact, the Bible confirms this when it says, where there is no vision, the people perish. Where people are not looking forward, anticipating for something greater than themselves, we will perish. We will, we will, we will never move any, any further direction than where we are at this place in our life. Can I tell you something, beloved? I believe that God is going to speak to a lot of people here today so that you can have a dream and get a hold of that dream that God has for each one of us. Amen? As, when I came to the Lord 20 years ago, I, 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 this, is, this is so true. I never dreamt that I would be doing what I'm doing now. But I can remember that when I would read my Bible and, and I would just kind of close my eyes and meditate, God would show me speaking to other people. And at that time, I thought it was crazy. And, and I never dreamt that I would become a, a pastor. And, and, and not only that, God showed me going to other countries. And when I went to Guatemala, I can remember kind of closing my eyes. And, and it was exactly what the Lord had shown me, speaking to people from other countries. You see, God gives us a dream. He will birth a dream in our life so that we can glorify him. But the only way that we can fulfill that dream is if we move forward and we begin to just grab a hold of it. God desires for us to dream, and God desires for us to dream even big. I think about these great heroes of mine, people like Abraham Lincoln. You know, they were ordinary people, and yet God used them to do great things. Abraham Lincoln was the president of one of the most difficult times in the United States of America. But God gave him a dream. God said, I will be with you. And, 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 and he led with integrity. And he united the nation when the nation was divided. He brought the nation together. There was another man. His name was Martin Luther. And he was the, the, the leader of the Protestant Reformation. He was in the Roman Catholic Church when, the, when there was a lot of, of yucky things going on. And, and God, God, didn't, he, God did not lead him. In fact, Martin Luther was not there to start another denomination, to start another church. God had placed on his heart. He gave him a dream. Stay true to the scriptures and let God direct you there. And because of that, he did. And, and the, 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 the powers that be came at him, but he stood his ground. And we are the product of Martin Luther standing up for Jesus Christ. There's another guy by the name of Martin Luther, uh, Martin Luther King Jr. And God gave him a dream. And he held on to that dream. And that dream that, that was that white 
whites and, and Mexicans and whites and blacks and all kinds of ethnicities were, were going to be brought together because before, uh, most of us know it, but some of you young people don't understand, there was a time in the United States of America where a white person couldn't drink where a black person had drank out of, out of the water fountain. They could not eat together, all these things. But God gave him a dream. And he held on to that dream and he moved forward with that dream. And can I tell you something? God gives us dreams as well. There's this young guy. His name is Russell Wilson. And Russell Wilson is a quarterback for the Seattle Seahawks. And he led them last year to the first Super Bowl they've ever had. And, and Russell Wilson, he made this quote famous. He said, why not us? Everyone else has won the Super Bowl. Why not us? Because we live in Seattle. Can we not win? And here's this five foot ten quarterback. He's not as athletic as everyone else. He's not as tall. He's not the perfect, uh, the, the picture perfect QB. But yet God used him. And he's an amazing quarterback. And he said, why not us? And there he is holding the Super Bowl trophy. I follow uh, Russell on, on Twitter. And one of his tweets a couple weeks ago just really blessed my heart because, see, Russell Wilson is a vocal Christian. He loves the Lord. He's not perfect, but he loves Jesus. And he tweeted this, glory to his name. I give you control of my heart and my soul. Take control. Hashtag magnify his name. You see, beloved, we all need to have God-given goals in order to accomplish God-led purposes. And we need to have faith and believe that God is more than able to accomplish every dream that he gives us. I talked about my dream. You know God's not done. In fact, God continually places things in my, in my mind and in my heart. And I don't always say these things because they're a lot bigger than I can even understand. And so I just say, Lord, only you could do it. But I hold on to this scripture. The Bible says this, God, by his mighty power at work within us, is able to do far more than we could ever dare to ask or even dream of, infinitely beyond our highest prayers, desires, thoughts, or hopes. So this tells me that when I'm before the Lord and I'm praying to God and saying, Lord, I want you to do this, he says, you're thinking too small, PJ. Lord, I, I, I see you doing this. You're thinking too small, PJ. He can do exceedingly abundantly above what we could ever think or ask. He's the God of the universe. And I'm telling you, sometimes we limit what he can do. We limit him in our marriages. We limit him in our relationships. We limit him in our jobs. Can I tell you, if you would say, God, be a part of every, be a part of every aspect of my life, in my workspace, be a part, God will do exceedingly abundantly beyond what you could think or ask. In your relationship, child of God. God can do far greater than you could ever understand. But we have to believe that he's able to do that. There's three keys or three bullet points that we get from this scripture right here that, that are just intense and powerful. The first one is dreamers will always dare to ask. Dreamers dare to ask. The Bible says you have not because you ask not. This tells me that if I want God's blessing in my life this day or this year, I must ask for it. I live my life. I live my every day saying, Lord God, bless me. 
Father, I pray that, that, that every aspect of my life will be blessed of you. How many of you, every day when you get up, do you say, Lord God, I want your blessing on my life? Anyone say that? Praise God, we've got six people. Amen. I want everyone else, I want to challenge you to, to go before the Lord and ask him to bless your life. Ask him to direct your life. You know, when Shauna said that, we weren't even talking about this. Shauna mentioned about her being there for, for Jacob. Jacob had his wisdom teeth out, and so now we're going to have to pour wisdom into him because his teeth were taken out. And so uh, in that, we, we, we know that, that, that God is, is love. We know that we love him. But our love has nothing compared to God's love. And it's the same thing with God's blessing. My blessing to my children, to my young adults, is this small compared to the blessing that God wants to give them. And God wants to bless you as well. The second uh, bullet is we need to believe God's promises. The Bible says, I am the Lord, the God of all peoples of the world. Is anything too hard for me? Is anything too hard for God? I mean, do we really believe that? Or do we walk our everyday life thinking, Lord, you know, I, 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 don't, I don't know if I'm going to get through this. Is anything too hard for God? I love the way Rick Warren put it. He, he said it masterfully. He said, today's impossibility is tomorrow's possibility. What is impossible today, when God comes into the picture, will not be impossible. It will be possible. And then he goes on, he says, it's tomorrow's miracle. Just because you've got a dream you think is impossible, so what? A lot of things that are impossible become possible when you do it. And I'm just paused right there. Here's, here's what he's saying. He's saying, when things are impossible, you think my marriage is never going to work. I'm, I, my, 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 this job is, 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 is in the tanks. Uh, my life is in the tanks. It seems impossible. And then whenever you get to that place and everything turns around, you look back and you say, it was possible. What God is telling us is don't ever, 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 ever think that anything is impossible for him. No matter what you're going through, and that's what Rick Warren is saying. He says, never let an impossible situation intimidate you. Let it motivate you to pray more, to believe more, to trust more, to experience more, to learn more, and to grow more. How many of you know that readers are leaders and leaders are readers? We should always be growing. We should always be learning. We should always be expanding what God has in our, in our lives continuously. We should be, no one in here in this second service should not be in a small group. Because in a small group, you're going to get in God's word. You're going to grow more. No one can grow on an hour of preaching a week. No one can. Every day we should be in, in some kind of fellowship. Every day we should be in the word. Every day we should be reading something that's going to build us up. Can I tell you what happens when you don't? We can become negative. We, bec we become those kind of people that say, you know what, this life stinks. I had another word that came in, but I better not say that in church. Life is horrible. Life is this. Life That's not God. Amen? Pray more. 
grow more, learn more, get Jesus more, and begin to move in, in everything that he has for us. So believe God's promises. And then the, the, the third bullet, dream big. Dream big. The Bible says, ask of me and I will make the nations your inheritance, the ends of the earth your possession. God is talking to Abraham right here. He says, Abraham, I want you to look at the stars. I want you to see how big they are. I want you to see how many they are. I am going to make you a nation, a great nation. I'm, you are going to have this many descendants. And can I tell you, what he, this is what he's telling us. He said, he's telling us that we can ask for the world if it aligns itself with God's purposes. And if it, if, if it aligns itself with God's purposes, it's not too big for God. Are you with me? You can ask for big things, beloved. How many of you believe that we, we, we can reach many, many people in the tribe community? Raise your hand if you believe that. Yeah, how many of you want to do that? For God. You don't want anyone to go to hell. You don't want anyone to, to perish. That's too small, though. How many of you believe that we can reach many, 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 many people in the Copper Basin? I believe that. But that's too small. How many of you believe that we can reach a lot of people in Eagle Crest and Saddlebrook in Vistoso? Amen. And can I tell you something, beloved? That God in his infinite love and wisdom, he pours those desires into our heart so that we don't ever, ever get stagnant, but we reach as many people for Jesus as we can. You see, we have got to dream big. I don't, I, sometimes I don't even tell people what the Lord has placed in my mind and my heart because I think they'll think, I, I know that they will say, you're crazy. But that's how big I believe God is. I believe God is going to do some things in our lives because he's already done great things in my life, but he's not done. He's just getting started. Amen? Think about this, man. Think about, wouldn't you love for every, every seat to be filled with your family members that you love so much, that you've been praying for? Don't you, wouldn't you love to be right, wouldn't you love for them to be right there? Maybe a wife, maybe a, a, a husband, maybe a, a, a son or a daughter, someone that's, that's in the sticker patch. Can it, is God too small to bring them to him? We need to dream big. We need to think of God bigger than what we could ever imagine because that's the God that we serve. Now, if we worshiped a, 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 a tree, if we worshiped a cow, if we worshiped, worshiped the moon, now these are things that people worship, Right? Our faith would never exceed that object of worship. But we worship the God who created the heavens and the earth. And nothing is too small for him. In fact, before we close today, God is going to put something in our hearts and our minds that we can dream for. And it's bigger than what you could do. And that you can accomplish. But he can. The Bible says, I tell you the truth. Jesus said this, and I love it. He said, I tell you the truth. You can say to this mountain, that may you be lifted up and thrown into the sea, and it will happen. But you must really believe it will happen and have no doubt in your heart. Now, I, I want you to understand the context. I want you to understand it because some of you are saying, 
You're faith preaching, pastor. No, I'm not. I'll say it this way to you. He wasn't saying this to believers so that we could go around asking God to throw mountains into the sea. He's not saying, every one of us, Mount Lemon, go into the Pacific. Mount Rushmore, go into the Atlantic. That's not what he's saying. Because if we did that, we'd ruin his landscape. Amen. What he's saying is don't ever limit God. God can do big things in our lives if we ask him. Dream big. Number two, faith is willing to risk failure. You know why a lot of people don't move out in faith? Because we're afraid that we're going to fail. Amen? Tony Pav put some of the biggest dramas in this area ever. She's got faith that God's going to bring the people together. She's got faith that they're going to learn the parts. She's got faith that God's going to be glorified. She's got faith that people are going to come to Christ. And we've had, we have had up to... 800 people come through these doors to watch a drama that she puts on, which I thought when she first told me a long time ago, she said, we're going to have four full nights. I was like, I don't think so. But she had faith, and God met you where you were at. Amen? Amen. Tony, don't ever stop having big faith. Don't ever stop having big faith. But see, when you have big faith, you risk failure. Right? If you play your life comfortable, you won't need a God that can exceed our limitations. The Bible says about the early believers, they risked their lives for the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. They were willing, they were willing to die for Jesus. Can I tell you something, beloved? Some of us aren't even willing to put a scripture on Facebook because of what people might think. Amen? Amen? Some people aren't willing to put a tweet on Twitter because, you know, what they're going to think I'm a religious person. No, we're going to risk our lives for Jesus. As many people as can find faith in the one and only is what we're set out to do. Amen? Are you with me? The Bible says whoever wants to save their life will lose it. But whoever loses their life for me will save it. You know what that scripture tells me? PJ, don't play it safe. Don't play it safe. Allow the Lord to take you through places that it's going to be risky. And if it's risky, only God can do it. Amen? Some of you are right with this right now. You're you're thinking, man, God is, he has me in this place. I need to just... Hold on to him through the most difficult times. I talked to someone recently. And he, he took a big step of faith, and he, he started his own business. And, and he said, you know what? No one in my family has ever, ever taken this kind of a step. I'm getting ridicule. I'm getting pressure from everywhere. He says, but I'm going to believe God no matter what goes on. Whether I fail or I do well, I'm going to trust the Lord to lead me in this thing. But can I tell you something? If this individual would never have taken a step he would never know what would have happened. You would, you would go to your dying day saying, what if I would have done this? 
What if I would have gone to Guatemala? What if I would have gone to Honduras to go share the gospel? When, we, when we've taken teams to, the, to, to Central America, every one of them, it's a big step of faith. And every time we've gone, God has done exceedingly abundantly above what we could ever imagine. But you have to take that step. What if the Wright brothers would have stopped trying to fly a plane after years of unsuccessful tries? You know, they didn't, they didn't call it failures when, when the plane didn't go up. They, they called it an experiment. We can learn from their persistence. We should not call our letdowns in life and right now in the Daniel plan as failures, but we should call it a, an experiment. How do I know that? Because most of us have been eating better. We've, we've changed the way that we're looking at, at food. We, we're thinking what, what goes into our body is either going to be medicine or poison. And I, this fact, fact was confirmed to me as I went to New Mexico this past week, spent four days there with, with my, my mo mother and my brother, you know, checking on them, and, and uh, hadn't been there in, in a long time. And I went to a, a football game because, you know, you've got to go see the Mavericks play while you're there. So I went to a football game, and my best friend that I hadn't talked to in years, I saw him there, and I sat with, with him for, for a bit. As I'm sitting, we're talking, and, and out of nowhere, he says, how's your health? Good. Got a little bit of tendonitis when it gets cold, but besides that, I'm great. And he proceeded to tell me, he said, well, I've got, I just got diagnosed with diabetes, and I've got uh, immense high blood pressure. And he said, the, the, the crazy thing about this, compa, because I'm his compa, and the crazy thing about this is I'm, I got this when my mom got it at 47 years of age. And, uh, and I was able to share with him. I said, you know, compa, I've kind of changed the way that I eat. Um, I, 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 I eat different. I exercise. And, and I said, because of what the Lord has done in my life, it, it's pretty easy to, to, to look at things this way. And, and he sat there and he said, you are so right. That's what I need to do in my life. Can I tell you that, that because of changes? Now, let me just confess to you guys as well. I'm in New Mexico, so there's great New Mexico food, right? And my, when your mama puts tacos on the table, you don't say no. So I, didn't, I don't look at it like a failure. I look at it like an experiment. <laughs> I, I had to experiment to see if that food was, and it was very eatable. But now I'm back, and, and, and we're, 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 back to, we're back on track, amen? So there will be failures. There will be difficulties in our life, but you don't have to call it a failure. Say, it's an experiment. I'm going to get through because of God, right? Here's, here's another important thing. There, the Daniel plan. Daniel had three good friends, uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And they asked him to worship another God but the God of Israel, the true God. And they said to, they said to each other, we're not going to do that. We're going to stand and we're going to worship the God, God Almighty. And so these are the words that they, that they spoke as they were going to put him in a burning furnace. They said, if we are thrown into a blazing furnace, the God we serve is able to save us from it. And he will rescue us from your hand, O king. But even if he does not... We want you to know, O king, that we will not serve your gods or worship the image of gold you have set up. You see, beloved, they trusted God at any cost because real faith does not demand a guarantee of a miracle. 
Real faith says this. I believe God wants me to do this. I believe God can get me out of this. But even if he doesn't, I'm going to trust him through this, even if it causes me to have some failures. That's real faith. Amen? God is not a genie in the bottle. God is a sovereign God controlling the universe. And so when our lives are going in, in, in ways that we don't understand, trust God that he's got everything in control. He's like that pilot that, that Paul was talking about. We're going north. We should be going south. You need to trust that God's a great pilot and that he's getting us where we need to go. He's getting us away from the turbulence. He's getting us away from the storm. He's leading us away from the things that are going to get us. Because he's a God who loves us and he cares about us. So you need to trust him even if it's failures. It looks like some failures may come our way. Let me tell you what, what two of the, the greatest snares of, of faith are. Two things that are faith busters. The first thing is fear of human opinion. What are people going to say? If you're, here, if you're listening to people more than you're listening to God, you will never do what God asked you to accomplish. The Bible says that the fear of human opinion will disable you. And I've been caught up in this. Beloved, believe, believe me, I have been ensnared by this, but God is progressively working on me and moving me forward. What we should be saying is, what is God going to say, not what, is peop what are people saying? Another barrier that is, is when we compare ourselves to other people. Right? Because that produces two things. It'll produce discouragement or it'll produce pride. And I put this, discouragement will deflate your faith, pride will pop it. As the Bible says, each one should test his own actions, then he can take pride in himself without comparing himself or herself to somebody else. Amen? Don't ever put yourself in comparison with another person. Always live your life for an audience of one. And that audience is Jesus Christ. Because he's always, 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 always pleased with us. Amen? Number three, faith is expecting God to bless and to use me. As Christians, we should live expectant lives. How many of us had dads that you'd expect blessings and good things from? Hmm? Not everybody did, but some of, us, some of us had dads that just really, we could expect blessings. I delight in my young adults. I delight in my grandson. I can't wait to bless him with every opportunity. I... I, I I use their gifting uh, to bless a church when J.J. can play. It blesses me to hear my son playing on the guitar and, and, and leading us in worship. It blesses me. It blesses, it blesses me when, when my daughter posts something on, on, on Facebook that she's reading her word or, or going to the Daniel plan. It blesses me when Jacob puts scripture. It blesses me, and I want to bless them. How much more does God want to bless us? Amen. 
He's a God of blessing. The Bible says, uh, the Apostle Paul put it like this, I expect and I hope that I will not fail Christ in everything, but that I will have the courage now to show the greatness of Christ in my life here on earth. I expect it. I expect for God to, to guide me and direct me, for me to, to make the best of every day, to, to me to make the most of every day to bring glory to Jesus. I expect for God to bless me in that. And then we can be enthusiastic about it. And that word is so important because enthusiastic we get from the root in and God, right? And the Bible says this, when we do things enthusiastic, enthusiastically, it says, according to your faith, will it be done to you? Now, let me touch on this, because I know some of you are going to go, well, pastor, you're really preaching that name it, claim it kind of stuff. No, 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 that's not, you guys know me better than that. Let's look at this verse right here. I believe that this verse has been misused by some to manipulate their desires, and that's not what God is saying. In other words, we don't, he's not a genie in the bottle. We don't tell God what to do. He leads us in the right way. Are you with me? But the other extreme is not even apply it to our walk. What the Bible is telling us here is that when you have faith, that according to our faith and us trusting that God is bigger than anything that we have before us, that he will meet us right there. If we don't have faith, we put God in a box. You with me? Let's take him out of the box. Let's let him direct and guide our lives. Number four, last point. Faith is never giving up. The Bible helps us here when it says, be brave, be strong, don't give up. Expect God to get here soon. The psalmist wrote, you see, beloved, if Jesus is in the boat with you, you're in the master's care. No matter what the storm is around you, you're in the master's care. What, what we need in our nation, what we need in our schools, what we need in our churches and in our government is people of character and integrity. People who trust in God and people who won't give up. Can, can I tell you that we're living in perilous days? When in the history of America has a mayor asked pastors to give them the, her, the manuscripts of their message so she can proof them to see if they should be preached? When? But in Houston, Texas. That's a fact. But can I tell you what we need here in America, beloved? We need people of integrity. We need people that are not going to give up. We need people that are going to stand. What I love about Living Word Chapel is we have so many educators. We have people in, in the schools that are, that are teaching our kids. And guess where they're at? They're, they're entrusting themselves to the Word of God so that they can pour positive into, the, into our schools. We have people here in, at Living Word Chapel that are in, in state government. We have people here at Living Word Chapel that are in, in, uh, in, in uh, 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 boys' correction facilities. We have people here that are making a difference. Every one of us here can make a difference for the glory of Christ. But we cannot give up. When the world gets darker, God's people get brighter. And we've got to hold on to that fact. Three scriptures that I'm going to close with, and then we'll close, okay? 
The first one is the psalmist says, my, li my life hangs in the balance, but I will not give up obedience to your word. Even when my life is in shambles, even when it's difficult, I will not stop obeying the word of God. The Bible also says, even if good people fall seven times, they will get back up. Even when we struggle, even when we fall, Jesus is there to say, get up. You're going to be okay. And the last scripture that I want you to grab a hold of is, let's not get tired of doing what is right. For after a while, we will reap a harvest of blessing if we don't get discouraged and give up. I don't care what's going on around us. I don't care what people around us are saying. I don't care how much negativity we're around. We will remain in the positive obedience of Jesus Christ to bring glory to him. The only way that you can do that is by having faith. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I just uh, just ask you to help myself and us together in this second service with any unbelief because we want to believe. Help us with our doubts. Give us a dream you have for our lives. Lord, put a burning passion in our hearts to go after this dream. I pray that you'll blow and you'll kindle this dream like a fire when it begins to smolder, that you'll just blow your spirit and freshness into this and kindle it, Lord, rekindle it. And God, give us an expectancy that we will fulfill this dream through the power of your spirit and through the guidance of your word. Father, your name is great in this place. And you're worthy to be praised. Lord Jesus, your sacrifice is perfect. Our salvation is sustained through the precious blood of Jesus. And it's kept right. It's kept adequate for eternity because of the finished work of the cross. And Holy Spirit, you have come to birth your church. Your church is not a building. Your church is not a denomination. The church is people who follow Christ. We ask that you empower us. Empower us to be witnesses. To believe that you can make a difference. You said in Jerusalem and Judea and Samaria and to the uttermost parts of the earth. And here we say that you, Lord God, will make us witnesses in, in Oracle and Samuel and Mammoth and Mammoth and Dudleyville and Hayden and Kearney and Catalina and Eagle Crest, Saddlebrook Ranch, Saddlebrook and Vistoso. 
But Lord, we won't limit you. We pray that we will be people of faith beyond these communities, Lord God, and into the world. And Lord, because of your greatness and because of your guidance, that you'll lead us, Father, to do things that we could never accomplish on our own. And, and, and Lord God, I, I just pray right now for family members. You know, the ones that we have in our mind right now, family members that are not walking with you, Lord God. And I just pray in Jesus' name that you put a fire in them, a desire to, to grab a hold of Christ, a desire, Lord, to, to say, I will follow you. Father, you've got churches all over the world where our family members are. Let them be drawn to those good churches. Let those pastors be empowered with your message. Let the people in those churches, Lord God, love each other. And let us be those kinds of people that love one another, Lord God. Let us love the church because you love the church. And let us reach the world because you want to reach the world. So we need, we embrace faith. Holy Spirit, you give us a gift of faith. We embrace it today in the second service, Lord God. And for that one person that's here, that their faith has been diminishing, I speak right now in the name of Jesus that they can grab a hold of the faith that they once had as a child. And they can come back to you, Lord God, because they're so unhappy without you. They're so different without you. Lord God, without you, we're lost. But with you, we're found. So we pray all this in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. And all of God's people said, Amen. And amen. Let's all this has been a message from Living Word Chapel. We hope that you've been blessed by it. Make sure you check out lwcoracle.org for more information.